0: Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 445 and session number 137 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday except for last Friday. (laughs) And there's a good reason I took last Friday off from the Ask Scott session. Now, you may or may not have been following along, but what I ended up doing was a five-part series. It's what we're calling our Private Label Roadmap. Now, some of you know, I do a workshop where I break down the five phases where we talk about how to pick your product, how to source your product, how to do a pre-launch, how to do the launch, and how to promote that product to continue to get sales, all right? So that's what those five phases are, and we do it on a workshop in about 90 minutes. Well, these five phases, what I wanted to do is break them down and discuss them here on the podcast, and to be honest with you, I wanted to keep them at around 30 minutes. Some of them went as long as... 50 minutes, Uh, I think one of them actually might even be a touch over, Um, I invited my good friend Chris Schaefer on, kind of like we do on the workshops, if you did not attend one of our workshops and you wanted to, and you wanted to go through it in a 90 minute window, you can always go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, all right, now this series, the audio version of this series that I did for the podcast can also be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash start. Now, I did this for a couple of different reasons. Number one, I get a lot of people that still ask me, Scott, where do I start? I listen to your podcast, over 400 episodes, and I'm kind of lost, and I'm just... You know, I want like a plan. I want to be able to execute like step one, step two, and so on, right? A to Z. And that's where I started thinking to myself, I probably should create a series and I probably should have that then located in one area. And that is going to be on the website, theAmazingSeller.com forward slash start. All right, so I did it for a couple different reasons. I wanted that resource there for you, and also I can point people there that need that you know that resource when they're starting. All right, so those are the reasons I decided to do it. And again, the workshop we break everything down just like we're talking about here during that five-part series. All right, so that's what's been happening. That's why I wasn't here last Friday, but I'm back. And uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we're in December. Like we're in December now, this is airing December 1st, I believe, and a uh, lot of cool things happening. Uh, one other thing I want to talk in TAS news is uh, we are still taking submissions for our uh, scholarship that we're doing. Actually, we're, do, we're going to give away two scholarships to our private label classroom, uh, and uh, all you have to do is submit your story, and uh, just to kind of give you a little bit of a, of a recap on what that is going to entail, it's really just you getting on video and sharing how long you've been a podcast listener. Obviously, tell us your first name and where you're from. And then tell us one thing that the podcast has helped you with. What is one thing that TAS has helped you with since listening? That's it. And then once you do that, you're going to submit that video. We actually show you exactly how to do it if you want to use YouTube or Facebook. And you can get that or all the details there at theamazingseller.com forward slash story. All right. And if you're listening to this before December 6th, 7th, something like that, then you can still submit that story. And of course, if you want to submit it later, you can, you just won't be, you won't be entered into our contest. All right. Or our giveaway. We're going to give away two scholarships, which is a $1,497 value. And then some, because we actually have some bonuses and stuff that you're going to get as well. So that there is what we're doing. And I'm super, super excited to be able to give those away in. Just listen to TAS or stories. I just, I I love that whenever we get to a meetup, I just... It just fuels me. I just get really, really excited and pumped up after listening to those, and a bunch of them are coming in already, so it's super excited to kind of dive into that. So again, the holiday season is here. We're in fourth quarter, so lots of cool things happening. A lot of cool things that I can't wait to share with you that are working in that are not working in the new brand, so really, really excited about that, and hopefully you're having an awesome fourth quarter, or again, this is another big thing that I get a lot of people that ask me. They say, Scott, well, what if I can't get in for the fourth quarter? Should I not start? Should I should I wait until next year? It's like no, you should start right now. Like why why not? Like just because it's fourth quarter now for us that have kind of been doing it for a little while doesn't mean that you can't get into the game. Even though you might launch after the first of the year, I get a lot of people that say, "Scott, well, you know, it's fourth quarter. Should I be even looking at products?" Yeah, you should. You should be. And uh, and that's something else that we talk about in our in our private label roadmap and inside of our workshop is really like in the product research you know, phase, we're not just looking at the surface numbers, we're looking at, like, historical data, like, we're not just looking at, like, the fourth quarter numbers, and a lot of people say, well, aren't they skewed? Yeah, they can be, but that's why we're not just looking at those. There's other ways that we're, uh, that we're kind of going in and looking at the history and also seasonality and all that stuff, but bottom line is, is why not start right now? Like, why not? And that kind of leads me into kind of my thought for this week is, uh, Stop making excuses. You know, I'm I'm sorry. I I don't want to be harsh, but if if that's you, and again, I no disrespect here. I'm totally like telling you this. If this is you, it's because I know I've been there, and, and I still make excuses in in certain things in my life, and and then I have to kind of correct myself and go, wait a minute, Scott. Why? Why are you? Why are you not doing that? What are you afraid of, like? Or what? What if you don't do it? What's the consequences, right? So I'm I'm only saying this. Because I care about you and I care about, you know, people in general that are kind of like blocked by fear and afraid that it might not work or their first product might not be the one, right? So what I want to do here is I want to empower you. I want to inspire you and motivate you and just let you know and kind of shake you a little bit and say, listen, listen, like stop making excuses, like make a decision to yourself to just start, even if you just give yourself that, listen, I'm going to start for 90 days, kind of like a workout program, right? If you start a workout program, they're generally 60 to 90 days. Why? Because it generally takes 60 to 90 days to decide if you even got results from the workout program. And it's also kind of like scheduled for you to kind of do certain things, certain days, right? In certain chunks of like your exercise programs, like maybe the first month you do more cardio and then you build up to where where you're doing the second part, more more weight training. And then in in the last one, maybe you're mixing it, right? It's the same thing in business. There's different stages or different phases that you have to get yourself through, but you have to make the decision to just start. It's the hardest part. I know it is, but you have to, Okay. And, and the reason why I say that is because if you are saying to yourself, man, I just, I wish that I could, you know, launch a product or I wish that I could just sell online, forget selling on Amazon for a minute. Like you may be just saying like, I just want some extra revenue. I want to maybe dabble and see if this thing can work for me. Like there's other things that you can do. And that's the other thing I get a lot of people that say, Scott, You know, I would love to start, but Amazon is just too saturated now. Like it's just, it's just too saturated and, and, and I, I just can't do it. Right. There's people doing it every single day that are launching products that are successful. Right. And there's successful people launching products on eBay every day. And uh, I, that's the other thing I get from a lot of people. Well, eBay, uh, you know, why would I try eBay? It's got low traffic and you have to ship stuff yourself again, excuses, Like if you just wanna start really, really low risk way, go to eBay, take your stuff that's in your house right now and just do me a favor, list that stuff on eBay. Go through that process, set up an account, take some pictures and put them up on eBay. Like there's no excuse to not start something. And I promise you, if you start something, it will continually give you momentum. Now I would like to see you start on Amazon because I do feel as though Amazon is a great place to start. It's a great place to launch. And I think that also you can have part of your business reside on Amazon. Now, you guys may have heard me talk a lot about, well, I'm not a huge fan of building your entire business on Amazon, but I do think that you should start on Amazon. Now, there's a lot of different ways, like I said, to start. Now, there's some people that are building niche sites still. And if you don't know what a niche site is or a niche site, uh, you know, it's basically just going after, going after a market uh, and then building a website, which again, takes time. Okay, so it might not cost as much money to, for inventory or anything, but it's going to take a lot of time to get that thing built, to get traffic to it, to start getting ranked in the Google search engines and all that stuff, and then you may be able to make some sales doing Amazon Associates or affiliate sales. You might make 4 to 6%, all right? Or maybe you're going to do AdSense, uh, which is basically Google Ads. Like, There's all of these things you can do. But everything you could say, well, aren't niche sites like oversaturated now? Yeah, hey, kind of, but there's still room there for you. Uh, you know, eBay, Can are, is there still successful sellers on eBay? Yes, there are. And there's people coming on every day. Uh, is Amazon saturated? Yeah. If you're going after products that sell 100 units per day and maybe you're in supplements or maybe you're in uh, silicone spatulas or something like that that we've talked about not going into, yeah, those are going to be saturated. Is there still room for you? Yes, there is. Okay, there is. So these are, to me, are all excuses. There's no reason not to start. Zero, right? The only reason to not start is because you're afraid, and this is your own thing or my own thing when I was kind of going through this, is like because you're afraid that what if it doesn't work, right? So if it's a if it's a matter of money, I'm not sure if I, I want to put out that kind of money, like $1,000. I don't want to test it with $1,000, well, then go to eBay and, and start there. Like I get, like, again, like I said, like take your stuff that you're not using that you would put into a garage sale and sell that stuff or do retail arbitrage on Amazon where you can start with as little as $200 and start selling product that way. You see what I'm doing here? I'm trying to get you started. All right. So again, I'm going to, you might even want to write this one down. Stop making excuses. Just start. All right, make the decision to just start. Okay, sometimes we need a kick in the butt. Sometimes I'm guilty of it. Trust me, I'm guilty. I'm not sitting here saying that I don't need a kick in the butt every now and then. I do. And I fall into this stuff. That's why I know that we all kind of, you know, we get into this funk and we get into this thing that we're like, well, what if? Well, what if? Why can they do it? But I can't do it. Like these things are normal. They're normal thoughts. I want to be here to kind of give you a little, you know, a little shake up and say, listen, listen to me. You know, you have just as much of an opportunity as the next guy, okay? You just have to understand that there's no guarantees, and that's okay. There's no guarantees in anything. There's no guarantee that you're going to have a job next week. Your company could shut down and fire you or lay you off or give you an early severance, right? That that happens. Every day it happens. So that can happen. So it the, the risk is really no different than if you had a job, okay? So, all right. I'm done with that. I wanted to get that out of my system, and I wanted to really just connect with anyone that is feeling this way because I believe that it's still a great time to start your own online business, and it can be of any way that you want to do it. It's just here we do talk a lot about starting on Amazon because there's so many different things that they help us with in the beginning, all right? Like I said, you don't need a website. You don't need traffic. You don't need a merchant account. You don't need any of that stuff. You don't need customer service. You don't, you don't need it. They have it all, okay? And now they're rolling out other features. Like they just rolled out the new coupon uh, code system or the not even the code system, the coupon delivery where uh, you're able to now have uh, codes that are going to be positioned uh, and, and targeted towards your past customers or different ASINs. Like that's all new stuff that Amazon's allowing us to take advantage of. It's part of their system. We didn't have to build that on the back end. We didn't have to get a plug-in for our website to make that happen. They're doing it. So again, that's the reason why we want to start there because they do make it a lot easier. All right. So just commit to the process and understand that some things are going to work and some are not going to work and it's okay. It's part of the process. All right. So to end that little rant, if you are feeling this and if you just want more structure and more of like just like a roadmap, then I want you to go to theamazingseller.com forward slash start or just go to iTunes and search for part one of our PL, it's labeled PL Roadmap, so just do Private Label Roadmap, and then just go through Part 1, and then just go through Part 5, you know, through the the whole series, all right? I did it there for you, all right? Now, before we jump into today's first question, uh, I wanted to remind you that if you did want to attend one of our live workshops, our last one for 2017 is going to be December 6th, all right? And that will be on a Wednesday and that will be at 9 p.m. Eastern time, all right? So that's December 6th. And, uh, what we're doing there is we're going through the five phases and I'm there to answer any questions. Chris Schaefer will be there and that will be our last one, which will probably be, probably be like a marathon because <laughs> we generally stay on until we drop for Q and A. But if you want to ask a question, if you want to attend that, any of that stuff, definitely attend that. We have downloads. We have some goodies. We have some, uh, some bonuses that we have there that we're going to be giving away to attendees and all that fun stuff. So definitely go check that out. It's going to be our last workshop in 2017. So if you're at all interested, Definitely, definitely go register. All right, so let's go ahead. I know that was a long intro, but I had a lot to cover there, and it's been, well, it's been a couple weeks. So, uh, oh, I should remind you, too, if you have a question, head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash ask and record your question, and I'll do my best to air it on an upcoming show. So let's go ahead. Let's get to it. I've talked long enough here in the beginning. Let's go ahead and listen to today's first question, and I'll give you my answer.
1: Hello, Scott. My name is Michael. I do really like your show. Um, I got recommended uh, to show from a guy that I met on a plane, and he told me that, you know, um, he was following your advice, he made a lot of money, he was living the dream in Thailand, he was doing these sales and having a good time. And he was like, my only problem is picking my next country I want to live in. I'm not sure which one. But anyways, um, I've been listening to about 10 of your podcasts so far. And yeah, thank you very much for doing them. And I do really appreciate them. I do have a question, though. Um, you said when you getting started, you get a sample product. So I guess you would get... A sample from uh, different suppliers you know once you're happy with that you make an order of maybe 500 to a thousand units yeah um, and when that is done you set to make a launch list you make a list of friends and family co-workers and so on to give your product to um, so My question here, how do you get that product to your friends and family? Because what I understand with those 500 or 1,000 units, you ship them to Amazon. So how do you physically get them to your friends and family? And I do live in Australia. I have a Swedish accent. It's a long story anyways. So in Australia, like how do I get the products to my friends and family? Um, That would be great. So I can give the product away and then I can get them to make reviews. And then, you know, you get the pay-per-click activated. Um, anyways, that's my question. Thank you very much, Scott. And uh yeah, stay awesome.
0: Hey, Michael, thank you so much for the question. And that is just an amazing story that you're on a flight, get talking to someone, and then they recommend the podcast and here you are. And uh I just It's just amazing, and it's still mind-blowing when I hear stuff like that, Uh, so thank you for uh, being a listener, and I want to thank whoever recommended uh, you you to go listen, because that's pretty awesome. Uh, Word of mouth for a podcast, that's pretty amazing. Um, All right, so let's, let's dig into this. Now, I do get people that say, Scott, I know in the past, and again, this is why I've updated my series, all right, or my process, I'm not a huge fan anymore of reaching out to friends and family. Okay, I personally don't do it anymore. I did do it in the beginning and I really only did it for I think my first two products. All right, and I still think that you can do it. You can kind of get away with it. I don't think there's anything really even gray hat about it as long as you are giving your product to a family member or a friend or a friend of a friend and you're asking them for their honest review. Okay, unbiased. They don't have to write anything there or anything like that. It's actually them reviewing the product and doing it, you know, legitimately, okay? So that's the first thing. If you're just handing it to them and saying, hey, could you give me a five star? I wouldn't do that. I don't suggest that. It's against the terms of service. Wouldn't do it. There's nothing wrong for you having a brick and mortar store and you say to, you know, your buddy, hey, my my friend just opened up a store. Could you go buy there and uh, could you try their coffee and then could you go, you know, review their coffee on Yelp? or wherever, like there's nothing wrong with that. You can totally do that, right? Because it's a friend going in and honestly trying their coffee. And if they don't like it, put it in there. Like I'm not telling you not to put it in there. So that's what you can do. You can do that technically. I personally wouldn't even probably suggest doing that. I know that you're concerned with, because you have people that live in other parts of the world and you're asking like, how do I get that product to them? But before I even get to that point, I don't necessarily think that you have to go down that road. All right, and that's why I I put together this private label roadmap series, um, and that would be in probably part three or part four of that series, uh, or again, in the workshop, we cover that, and I also talk a lot about launching using an email list, and that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash build list, and that one I'm a huge fan of. That's the one I recommend to anyone that is starting, and also, if you are not able to build that email list and you don't want to do that, that's fine then I would reach out to influencers in your space. And again, I think one of the tips here is don't go after maybe someone that has a million followers. Go after someone that has 50,000, you know, something on a smaller scale as far as social media goes. And then this way here, they're more likely to do it. Um, That would be one way. But you're more or less asking, like, how do you get your first set of reviews? Again, if we're picking the products the way that we talk about here on The Amazing Seller We're talking about finding products that follow the 10 by 10 by one strategy. What is that? If you're brand new, you need to listen to the series, but I will give you a little bit of what that is. It's selling hundred dollars profit per day. That's what we're talking about. How do you find a product that sells 10 units a day at $10 profit for one product? That's what we're looking at. If you go down that road, you don't really need to go and start getting reviews right out of the gate. You could probably turn on pay-per-click or do a little small little promotion and do fine. And then once you do that, you're going to start ranking. The reviews are not going to, and this is another myth, that people think that reviews are going to help you rank. That is false. The reviews may help you get more sales, and then that will help you rank, but the review itself does not. So I wouldn't go at it in the beginning thinking you have to get reviews. What I would do is I'd figure out how to get sales, All right. So you got to switch your mind a little bit and start thinking to yourself, how do I get sales? That's the only thing you should be thinking about. How can I go ahead and ask people that are in my space, in my market, maybe an influencer, maybe someone that runs a popular blog, whatever. How can you get in front of their audience? That's what I would do, right? That's kind of like the shorter version of it. I, me personally, though, I would probably build a little email list. I would run a contest. I would spend maybe three, 400 bucks. I'd build a list, even if it was only of a thousand people. And I would launch the product that way. And then that way there you have an asset and you can also do some cool stuff that we talk about in our build list workshop where you can do some retargeting on Facebook and all that fun stuff. But I wouldn't necessarily go down that go down that line. Now you asked also, how would you fulfill those items? It's very simple you would go into your account and manually fulfill those. Or if you have some in your possession, you can just mail people those. You can also give out a discount code to those people and then they can go buy it uh, and then go through Amazon to actually get those. Or you can just, again, like I said, you can go and create a manually fulfilled order where you would go in and you would just enter their all their information and you would ship them one. I mean, people don't realize that. Like if you if you listed one on eBay and you had some in inventory, in, inside of Amazon, you can manually fulfill that to go and, and send it to the person that bought it on eBay. Amazon is also a fulfillment center. like They will ship it wherever you want. You just have to tell them where to ship it. So you can do that. So there's options there for you, but I personally would go down the road of not even targeting those people in the beginning. I would go after, how can I go after people that don't even know who I am? And then the other side note here is if you do want to start going after feedback and reviews, which I do think you should, then I would use a tool to do that, or you can manually do it, but I would follow up with those people and ask for honest feedback and reviews after they have purchased. Again, that's a way to start getting organic reviews, but understand this, the more sales you are generating through, even if it's a promotion, the greater chance you have of starting to get feedback and reviews. It's just the way it works, right? It's a numbers game. All right, so that's what I would recommend. Uh, it might not be what you wanted to hear. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not a huge fan of friends and family uh, anymore. Like I said in the beginning, I did it for like one or two products, and it was really only like a handful. It was like maybe 10 10 people that I reached out to and I just told them that I had a product I'm going to be selling on Amazon. And if you can do me a favor, uh, if you want one, I'll give you a discount code and uh, just give me your honest, you know, feedback and review. That's it. Um, but again, I don't even think I would do that now. I actually, I know I wouldn't do it anymore because now we're building email lists and all that stuff. So that's my long winded answer for you. Uh, Michael, again, I appreciate, uh, you listening. I appreciate your, uh, your, uh, there on the plane that recommended the podcast. So thank you so much. Keep me posted uh, on your progress and, uh, and what you end up doing. I'm really curious and uh, I wish you all the best. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer.
2: Hello, Scott. Uh, my name is Melinda. I love your podcast. I've learned a lot from you. I have a question about launching a new product in a new category that we're entering. You used to re- re- refer viral launch, but now it's not on there. And I looked at Fat Wallet and Fat Wallet is no longer available. So what are you recommending to launch a new product in a new category without a mailing list? Uh, Let me know. Thanks, Scott. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, Melinda, thank you so much for the question. And I wanted to answer your question right after Michael's question because it does go hand in hand with what we just talked about. Uh, We talked about like using either a deal site, but then also influencers and stuff like that. I would probably do exactly what I said to Michael. But if you're looking for even a little bit more of a shortcut, there are, you know, deal sites out there. Uh, Some of them have kind of converted from where they were based from a review kind of site where you would get discounts in exchange for a review. Like people would sign up knowing that if they purchased a product, they could and they would get a discount but they're, uh, they would be obligated in a sense um, that they would have to leave a review. That was kind of part of it. And I know some wording on the sites were like, well, you don't, we didn't really necessarily say they had to, but we encouraged it and, and, and these things. I like to stay away from those. Now, there's nothing wrong with some of these, and I'm not going to mention any names right now because, again, my, my thought is this. These, uh, these different groups are building an email list. It's exactly what they're doing. Okay. They're building an email list and it doesn't matter if you're using something like slick deals, slick deals, I think is like one of the biggest ones out there right now. I have not used them personally, but basically they've done the same thing over the years. They've built a database of people that are hunting for coupons. All right. So yes, you can go ahead and, and request to have your deal set up there or have someone else share it there. That's already been approved. I know it's. From what I gather, you know, there's quite a process to get Yourself to the point where you can just post deals all the time, and maybe someone else knows. I don't because I don't use them. Uh, but uh, from what I from what I heard is is it takes uh, you know having a little bit of history on Slick Deals. You can't just open an account and start posting deals because um, there's spammers on there and all that stuff. So you got to be careful. So you might have to find someone that could post it for you. Um, yes, you're right. Fat Wallet has closed. I wasn't aware of that, but now I am. So uh, Fat Wallet was another one. But again, if you look for just a regular deal site, that would be where you could go and post your deal. I'm not sure how effective that will be because it is. It's, it's random, meaning that people that are there are raising their hand just for deals, not for your specific market. So yours may do really well and it may not do well at all. Uh, and that really has to do with a lot of these lists out there that are, that are being built for deal sites. That's why I'm a fan of going to the market, creating an offer that we can give to those people uh, as a contest offer. And then people raise their hand that are in that market. To me, it's more focused. It's more dialed in. That's what I like to do. But yes, it is a process to do that. So I would, again, suggest the same thing I did with Michael is find an influencer in that space or reach out to a blogger, something like that. But again, you can still try deal sites if you want to. But going back to how we pick products, if you are picking products that follow the 10 by 10 by 1 that, and also that meet the criteria as far as low reviews, we're not going after these really high competitive products, you don't need a ton of sales out of the gate to start getting some movement. Then you can just start up pay-per-click and have eyeballs on your product and, you know, maybe just even use the coupon area where you can now give maybe 20% off or something like that for, you know, when your competitors ASIN can show up, you can show up for that. So there's a lot of cool things that you can do, not just, you know, putting your offer on a deal site. I would say spend the time, build your own list, or go out there and find someone else that's already done that and then go after that inside of that market, not just at a random deal site. That would be like, you know, kind of like throwing mud at the wall and seeing if it sticks. You can try it, but I don't necessarily think that that would be the the approach that I would take or that I would recommend. But... You can do whatever you want, but that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, good luck to you, and uh, keep me posted on that. I want to know how you make out, all right? So let's go ahead and let's do one last quick question. I'll answer it. We'll wrap this up, and you guys can get on with your weekend and with your, uh, well, with your December, because we're in December now. Crazy, right? Let's go ahead and listen to that question.
2: Hey, what's up, Scott? This is Alex. Um, first of all, thanks for all the work that you've been doing on this podcast. It's It's been so helpful as I started my Amazon business about a year ago. Uh, In fact, because of a number of things I've learned on this podcast, um, I've been able to build my business to the point where my family and I moved to La Paz, Bolivia earlier this year. My wife got a job working for an NGO, and I now have the flexibility to work anywhere in the world, Um, well, provided they have good internet. (laughs) But, uh, But on to my question. So I'm launching a new product that has two variations, a set of four and a set of two. Now, obviously the set of two is less expensive but the set of four is more profitable for me and i would love to hear your thoughts on a launch strategy for these products these these two variations should i focus on ranking the set of four or the set of two or should i equally distribute the sales of my launch promotion between the two of them Uh, one other note on this most of my competitors rank for the set of four but they do have a set of two variation available as well. So, uh, so yeah, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Scott. And, uh, and hey, if you ever decide to do a meetup in Bolivia, uh, let me know, and I'll, uh, I'll take you out for lunch. Take care.
0: Hey, Alex, thank you so much for the question. Thanks for being a listener and congratulations on launching and also congratulations on having some variations, love variations. I'm actually experiencing this now in our new brand. We launched a product that has four SKUs and you know, the cool thing about variations is things like you're saying, like you can do some really cool stuff and you also are able to give them more options which in most cases will appeal to a wider range of people. So if they don't like the red, they might like the blue. You get what I'm saying? So that's really cool about that. And if you're doing like you're doing bundles, like a two pack and a four pack, the cool thing about that, and this is something that you have to test. All right. So I'm not going to have like an exact answer that's going to perfectly work, right? What I would probably do, my approach would be this. You're saying like you have a listing and you have two different Uh, SKUs underneath that listing. I think that's kind of how I heard it. So you have a two-pack and a four-pack. The four-pack obviously is a little bit more expensive, but it's a better value. And the way that that should work, depending on how you're doing this, if that two-pack is going to cost $20, okay? Or let's just say $10. Let's say the two-pack costs you $10. That four-pack would would be of $20 then. Well, you don't want that four-pack to be $20. We want that to be like $15. Or probably the way that you would want to work this is, let's say that the two-pack was $15.95 or something like that, right? And then normally the four-pack would be $31-ish, something like that, right? Not to get crazy here with math on the fly. Um, But the four-pack would be $20, right? That'd be a great deal. So that's the cool thing about doing a two-pack, four-pack type deal because you're gonna be able to have a better offer. So what I would do is I would test it. I would run pay-per-click to the the lower-priced item, To get the interest. It's kind of like your lead in offer. And then from there, I would let them see by going into the listing, they're going to see that the four pack is a better value. Okay. So that's what I would do. I would probably even put something in the description somewhere that we can talk about, you know, the two pack versus the four pack type thing. And I know there's some terms of service type stuff there. So just, you know, read that, make sure that you're following that stuff. I mean, you're not going to be in there like putting in like huge promotions, but You can also, here's another cool thing that you could do, is you could, on the four-pack, you could run some type of percentage off. And that could be something like buy one and get the second for 20% off or something like that. And then from there, that is how, again, you're using that front-end product listing or the product SKU to get to the listing. And then once they get in the listing, they're going to see that stuff inside of there. And the cool thing with the new coupon thing that they just rolled out If they land on that one product, or even if they're searching for another one, but that's for another discussion, but if they land on your product, they've kind of been cookied in a sense, as we call kind of in like the retargeting world and the affiliate marketing world, it's where they, they know that you've been there. And then if they haven't bought, they could get presented with an offer, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool stuff. But you have the opportunity to do that with a two pack or a four pack because you have this, uh, you know, one priced item. And then a better value in the four pack. I think that's kind of how you have to position it. So I think what your question was now that I'm rambling here a little bit, because there's a lot of things you can do with this now is, you know, should you run traffic to the four pack or should you run it through the two pack? And again, I'm going to give you, you know, the answer that's probably not going to be the best is I would test, right? I would go ahead and I would run paid traffic to the more expensive one because number one, if you make that sale, you make more money. So maybe that helps your a cost in, in pay-per-click, but again, in something like this, I think you're going to do better. If I was to guess, I think you're going to do better if you drive to the lower priced one and then from there, it'll lead them into the more expensive one. But again, we got to test it. It's the only thing that we can do here. But I think you've got a lot of great things you can do here and I'm excited to hear how it works for you. And uh, yeah, just let, let me know. I'm curious to see how that works for you. So hopefully this helped. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. But uh, yeah, I would leave people in with the lower priced item and then I would... More or less kind of upsell them to the other one uh, and uh, and then go from there. If you're building an email list, you could even on the four pack just run a coupon uh, maybe 30% off and then that way there that will spike that. The other thing, I should mention this. I said I was going to end this but I got one more thought here. This is how it happens. When we sit down for coffee, we just start running through these scenarios. Uh, here's the deal. Let's say, for example, uh, you wanted to uh, run a 30% off coupon uh, you, you know with your list and uh, it, so you know I'm saying that you have a list here let's say that you have a list and you want to drive traffic to the four pack now why would you want to drive traffic to the four pack well that would help you show up in search generally when you are ranking when you have different variations and you have colors and stuff like that the reason why a certain SKU will, uh, will rank is because that's the one that's getting majority of the sales. That's the one that people are buying. So if you kind of want to rank for the four pack, because you know, you make more money on the four pack, then what you're going to want to do is drive traffic and sales through the four pack. All right. Now, again, that's another thing to test. uh, But um, just another thing to think about, if that's your goal to rank the the four pack, then that's what you probably want to do. All right. So that is going to be. The end of that uh, that thought, I hope, here. Yeah, that's going to be it. All right. So <laughs> that's how it happens, guys. We sit down for coffee and you just never know where the conversation is going to go. We just keep kind of going back and forth. And it's crazy because I, I don't have anybody to go back and forth. To. I was going back and forth in my mind of what we could do. Um, pretty cool. All right, guys. That is going to wrap it up. A little bit of a longer ask Scott here. I apologize. Uh, but uh, we did skip last week. So I had a lot on my mind there in the beginning about not making excuses, guys. Just start. You got to just do it. All right. And I, I've already created that resource for you. The amazing forward slash start. So go check that out of that five part series, or you can just go to your podcast app and you'll see them in order. Uh, and, uh, and then from there, if you want to attend our last live workshop of 2017, I would recommend showing up for that live because I'm going to be there live with Chris Schaefer. We're going to answer any questions you have. We're going to go through the five phases there in about 90 minutes, all right? So this is going to be a workshop. We're going to give you downloads and checklists that you guys can go through. Really, it's it's the step-by-step way that we are launching products now currently and the way that you can launch them too. All right, so that's theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. Check it out, register. I'll see you there and you can get ready for 2018, which is almost here, which is crazy. All right, guys, that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action have an awesome amazing day and i'll see you right back here on the next episode let's go get them